This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was two years later. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I'm Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 147. 147, Billy. 147. Creeping up towards 150. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do something big for 150? I think maybe we should do like uh, another sort of look back, very special episode, retrospective kind of thing. I feel like that's what we did for 50. We did that for 50 and we probably did it for 100 oh, For 100, too. I think so. Got it. Those are our... So we just let ourselves off the hook every 50. <laughs> that's right. Is that exactly. what it is? A clip show. I was kind of thinking more just like, should we get ourselves a cake? Oh, definitely. Yeah? Yes. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. I was Episode 150, maybe just a cake. That's really lovely. Do you and have a favorite cake? Okay, that's a good question. And this might surprise you. Hmm. <laughs> this might surprise you. Cake? It's going to, well, don't I do love a carrot cake, cake with cream cheese frosting. I know that's, but you, you don't like that. Bold. I love that. I do not. Love a good carrot cake. Got it. I also love a good German chocolate cake. Do you know what that's about? German chocolate. Is that just like, like, really chocolate? Yep. <laughs> Very strictly chocolate. Yeah. No, it's got like it's like oh shoot now I'm gonna have to describe it. It's like got something special that I like. You did it to yourself. It's like not a you ganache. Did. It's like a ganache moment, or like it's texturally a little more complicated than your than your sort of plain Jane chocolate cake. So if oh, oh, I want you to keep going, shoot, but I wish I could really. Is there you. a dark chocolate, a milk chocolate, and a German chocolate? Are those all different types of chocolate? I don't think so. I think it's just like chocolate. Uh, I think it's just like a chocolate cake. I think what makes it German is this particular topping that I that I'm really struggling to articulate. Got it. Okay, but it's brown sauerkraut. <laughs> no sauerkraut. What goes no on a German? It's a, a sausage. Is yeah, it just no, a chocolate no sausage, cake with no a sausage? Just good with sausage. Fine. I would hope so. German chocolate. I think so. Okay. What's yours? Strawberry short. Strawberry, Strawberry short. short. Yeah. I just love a good like fruit burst yeah, in me my too. cake. I do love a good fruit Give burst. Give me the icing on top, vanilla cake, and then just a fruit burst in the middle. Now, what generally are you cake or pie? Cake v. pie. Are you? Uh, I'll go either way. Yeah. I'm happy with both. In my mind, it's a little bit like what's the difference? Circle versus square. It's like, what are we talking about? Do, can pies come with icing? Icing. That's like, a great question. Cake to... topping is like an icing. You know what I mean? A course, frosting. A course. frosting and icing. That's you know. so interesting. Can pies have frostings? A banana cream pie. That's got a whipped cream. That's just whipped cream. Whipped cream. That's, a, that's I, not icing. I don't think that's icing. Right. To me, that's Frosting so icing is a little thicker. Uh, yes. You can cut through it and it maintains its shape. Having this conversation makes me feel like icing might there might be the, one of the defining characteristics of cake. This and is might the distinction. And might disqualify the pie. Got it. <laughs> got it. Could, might just disqualify the pie if it has icing. Is there not a cake sure. like, is inside a pie, can it only be fruit? No, man. Oh, right. A key lime pie. Oh, it's like a lime. thick, ex- it's a oh, thick yeah. experience. Yeah. Chocolate pie. All Got sorts it. of pies. Yeah. Chocolate, Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie. Um, <laughs> all sorts what? of pies. Do you know what a pie is? Coconut pie. <laughs> Whipped cream pie. <laughs> Chicken pie. <laughs> Funny. Funny. <laughs> well, this episode's got off to a blazing yes, start. Yes. Uh, this episode will not be about uh, pies or pies cakes. or cakes or icings or frostings. It will be spir- this will be spiritually in line with last week's episode. Yes. Last week we had Dan Greger on. What a smart guy. Oh my god. Smart gosh. guy, Ooh. sweet guy. Really sweet. Barely got to touch on the fact that he has been hired to potentially reboot Rookie of the Year. That's a big deal. For anyone that grew up anywhere around the 1990s, right. that is a major big deal. We yeah. should really sort of yeah. shout out Dan for that. That's incredible. That he mentioned that after the 49th of 50 minutes where, where we said is there anything you'd like to plug oh by the way i'm remaking one of your favorite movies i think it's the host's job <laughs> yeah that was to on get us. out the interesting information right out the gate that was on us <laughs> he's making rookie of the year pretty badass yes super, but that's not the spiritual badass. cousin that i'm talking about not quite we talked about political things yeah we talked about canvassing dan's been really proactive and yeah he's gone down to orange county and knocked on doors for harley ruda right been really active in this midterm election which correct is so important yeah yeah and that is kind of uh, in the same atmosphere of what we'd like to talk about today, yeah. um, the importance of voting. Yeah. The importance of voting, and specifically the importance of voting on November 6th, 2018. This midterm election. Right. Critical, critical, critical. Yeah. Because, yeah. So this episode, we're going to try and talk about 
uh, the past two years. Yes. Two years later. Yes. Two years later. Two years post this last presidential election. And again, Bill, you don't need Billy and I to reaffirm to you that we are not historical experts. Experts. We are not political pundits. Right. And we are just going to kind of talk about our experience of living in the world these past two years and how that has brought us to the precipice of this midterm vote, which feels so important. Right. Yeah. I think it's important. It's like we all, we joke a lot. We're not experts. We're not right. Experts. But like we did live these past two years we're, and have experiences we're and all the feelings and we're feeling all the feelings yes and it's healthy i think more people should get out what the last two years were like to them yes to talk to a friend yes legitimately it's really important because when you start to talk about it you realize that oh this is my chance every two years to pull the lever and change some of the things that i liked or didn't like that's right right it also feels like i think that like stepping back and reflecting is harder and harder and harder these days because media moves so fast it just moves so fast yeah and, like you can really get swallowed and bombarded Again, not to be morbid, but like today, this morning, we're living through this bomber situation. He's been ID'd. And like you can get so lost in the day-to-day news. Of course. And just like the actual events, which are obviously important to follow. <clears throat> Pardon me. And are, are good to keep tabs on and are good to be, like keep yourself abreast of. But exhaustion is expected. But like there is news fatigue. I and mean, desen- information fatigue. And being desensitized. You become completely desensitized. I mean, this guy sent 12 bombs to 12 prolific Democrats. And he He's found with his van literally, literally covered in Trump paraphernalia. That's right. In Florida. That's right. In Plantation, Florida. That's right. Unbelievable. And it's just like you have to – you can't just – it's overwhelming. And so, it can be overwhelming. And so overwhelming that we're focused on van, Plantation, Florida, this crazy thing. The president and all of his asshole friends are saying – implying that it's a hoax and that it's false flags and just madness, right. total madness, that we have glossed over that there was another horrible shooting at a Louisville supermarket Correct. yesterday where some horrible white supremacist walked in and shot a couple of African-American men because they were African-American. So like – that's just a small today's, literally today's right. example of how news can overshadow other news and why I would like to just maybe t- a little bit more of a macro discussion I'm about with our that. feelings. <laughs> I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah. So two years ago, you and I were together. Yeah. We were with very loved, close ones. At the election. Watching the election go down. Yeah. And I remember from my personal experience, woke up that day, election day, two, two years ago. Yes. And we had just put out an episode about Barack Obama. Oh, man. We had just recorded an episode about Barack Obama. God damn it. A true celebration for the No Joke podcast. We were celebrating eight years of pride. Just like pride, what our intellectual, ethical, moral heroes, right? Just like our favorite American president. That's right. <laughs> Wake up on November 9th. Yeah, and uh, it's election day. Yeah, and all polls, five thirty-eight is saying that it's ninety-five percent going to be Hillary Clinton. Yeah, everyone's feeling okay. Yes. I start watching the news around three in the afternoon. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel as clean and like what we were expecting to happen. Yeah. Me and Marina are together, and we agree we're still going to go to our friend's house and yes. hopefully celebrate together. Yes. We get there, and the mood is somber. Ooh. You were already there. That was hard. Yeah. That was really hard. Oh, you came later, I guess? Yeah, we were one of the last ones there. Yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, I also have a very vivid memory of each of our significant others, Maggie and Marina, host a had been hosting a storytelling show, and they were doing a monthly storytelling show, and I vividly recall that the night before, because they did those Monday nights, the night before the election, there was a storytelling show, and I remember being so moved, and it was so beautiful. A I was lot there. of the stories were about women, and Hillary came up constantly, always, of course, and it was like we're on the precipice of this historic day tomorrow we get to go to the ballot and to go to the polls and like right. elect our first female president and i remembered like going to bed so warm feeling so stoked feeling so on the precipice of change right you know what i mean i was like wow this is really happening like feeling the historical weight of this potential reality of like yes. holy shit a female president oh my god yes women couldn't vote until 1920 i can't believe it this is unbelievable right and then just sort of coming crashing back to earth about 24 hours later yes being at our dear friend clayton and mike's apartment here and just sort of watching the tv and the news, like it was a slow moving horror movie. Just exactly. Like a slow approaching horror train. And our, like, it's easy to get caught up in the bipartisanship yeah. where it's like, oh no, our person isn't winning. Right. It wasn't just that. Yeah. It, the totality in the room made it, it, everyone's emotions were, we're so scared of who this man yeah. might hire, bring in, how yes. our country might fundamentally change based on this man, this one very specific human being's right. principles. Yes. This person who 
I wanted the death penalty for the Central Park Five, only oh, to realize that they were all innocent. He has a history of being an absolutely abhorrent person, he and almost, now he's going to be the most powerful. That's almost his exclusive history as being an abhorrent person. <laughs> and our, and our, almost, it seemed like our fears were really rooted in. Will our gay friends lose their right to marry? Correct. Like, will, will our, we all lose will, our health insurance? Will, will we all lose our health <laughs> all insurance? All of us. All of us. Real. <laughs> will our friends who have immigrant parents who live here, will they suddenly be kicked out of the country? Right. All of these things. Right. People whispered that, like, he's supported by the Nazi party and the people that brought him to power are all white supremacists Crazy. and white nationalists. And on November 9th, the, be- the better part of me wanted to believe that can't be true and that the both, tenants right? of America and the three branches of government, yes. there are enough senators and congresspeople that maybe they will be able to calm down this man's worst instincts and the people who brought him to power. That's what we'd hoped. That's what we, That's had, what hoped. we had hoped. And as we go into the second act, I think we should discuss whether or not that came true. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's safe to say, spoiler alert, <laughs> All of those terrible things more or less came true. Bad things are real and they exist and what we feared has come to pass. Right. (laughs) And the people who fanned his flames, I'm going to be explicit. You don't have to support it, though I know you probably will, are people in the Republican Party. Right. Fact. Yes. This is who these. This is the large majority of the people who have fanned the flames yeah. as a power grab. Yeah. He goes up. We all go up with Ugh, him. Nightmare. November sixth. You have the opportunity to vote. Please do. Any state you live in. Please. I don't care if your person's guaranteed to win. Please. Still vote for the Democrat. Because just the vote that the voting again, not to get to sort of uh, stand up on my high horse and on my soapbox or whatever, but like voting that this is the fundamental power that we have. We touched on this in last episode with Dan, but like right. the, the act of voting that it, there's almost nothing more valuable. It really, really is this entire country. It is a it is an ex, the American experiment. It is called self-governing is a constantly evolving right. experiment that requires our maintenance and our custodianship and low key. Voting takes bravery. Yeah. It's like, this is your chance to go behind a curtain and privately stand up for what you believe in. Truly. Now more than ever, and I imagine if you were a white man, I'll just say white men in Long Island. Yeah. If you, I, I mean this because <laughs> these, are the, these, these are the men that I uh, yes. surrounded myself with. Yes. If the people sur- who surround you are constantly saying, no, we're Republicans, don't just keep the, the other sides crazy, but internally you have self-doubt, this is your chance to go behind a curtain and make a change. Truly. So we'll leave it at that. November 6th, we'll come back in the second act and we'll talk about where we stand now, Absolutely. what has actually happened, how we feel. Amen. But first, a wacky freaking song. Okay, great. Well, you said make a change, and of course, it Michael, only, obviously. Jesus. Go on, baby. Okay. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference, gonna make it right As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat This wind is blowing my mind I see the kids in the street, without enough to eat Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. That was Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Jeez, Louise. One of the all-times. L- I That's really, one of the all-times. One of my low-key favorite <laughs> things about the show, and this is just a, this just like shines a light on our friendship, yes. is the shorthand we have when we're going into the song. Yeah, I know. We both know the same songs, <laughs> and neither needs description to yeah. know that we're going to play it. That's right. Pretty rock solid. In fair does you know s- seven times the number of songs that I know. Still, but we're you know usually all the ones on the same page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing I learned about Michael Jackson recently. Yes. While flying, okay. when flying on planes, yes. he would uh, ask the flight attendants to put wine in Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke bottles Bizarre. so that kids wouldn't see him drinking alcohol. Okay, that is at the same time considerate and horribly creepy. Loaded. At the same time. Loaded. Somehow considerate, but in that considerate gesture, it makes it weirder. I mean... Just be like, this is wine. The dude isn't like... <laughs> I know. You could just be like, it's wine. It's for me. It's he wasn't known soda. to make all the most like natural, <laughs> obvious, like salt of the earth decisions. No, no, no. But I think at the core of that, that's okay. Didn't he, and again, not to get on a MJ tangent here, but sure. he married briefly and had a child with Elvis's, Elvis's daughter. Priscilla Presley. I it's believe like, she starred in Naked Gun one or two oh, and a half. Beautiful, beautiful. Two and a half. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Versus Naked Gun 33 and, and a third. third. <laughs> Born ready for 44 and a quarter. Yeah, really. Born yeah. ready. Really? Who is it? Who would replace Leslie Nielsen? Who could possibly be Lieutenant Frank Drebend? Who could, I mean... Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe is a great choice. Rob Lowe? I was going to say Steve Carell, but he already did the Get Smart. I mean, like, he yeah. basically did Get Smart. Nope, nope. He did that. Yep, yep. But Rob Lowe's pretty good, man. He plays dumb. That's pretty good. He's really good at playing dumb. But Jake Weissman and Matt Ingebretson, who created the show Corporate, they reference Airplane all the time as being like, well, obviously the funniest movie of all time, but specifically because uh, Leslie Nielsen is such a good actor. He's a dramatic actor. He's like a deadly serious yeah. dra- he, dramatic actor. That's his history. <laughs> and he plays it 100% straight. I mean... Completely straight. The jokes are as silly as they can come, and you have the most serious actor doing them. That's right. In Naked Gun, do you remember the scene where he was tied up, and he was trying to cut the rope on, like, the bookshelf, because his hands were tied, and so he's rubbing the rope against it, but all of the things on the bookshelf are falling down on top of him, and it started with, like, a book, then a plant, then a bowling ball, then a bowling pin, then ten bowling pins, then tar, Tar. then feathers, and all he wants to do is get the rope cut, so he's shaking and shaking. The, it's those, the best those movie. Those movies, those yeah. jokes, and those movies yep. <laughs> mean everything. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. So if you are weighed down by the current political oh, climate. Naked Gun is a perfect antidote. I mean, wow. people say that Back to the Future is one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Matrix, one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Go, preach, Billy. Naked Gun Dogs. Preach. That is preach. what, that, if you want to watch a trilogy, you want seven good hours of entertainment. Preach. Naked Gun. Preach. And just in case you thought that Naked Gun would be total escapism from the horrors of our daily life, right. Jay Simpson is in it. So don't it. worry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's problems around every corner. It'll tether you right back to horror. Right. Don't worry. Yeah, bring yeah. Right back to reality. We'll bring you right back there. Don't worry. Yeah. Speaking of right back to reality, yes. uh, we have a second podcast, Adam. Yes, we do. It is called Q and A with B and A. It is on the Patreon yeah. network. Yeah. As you can tell, I've slowed down my speaking voice so that you maybe hear what I'm saying. Exactly. The website to subscribe is Patreon.com/slash No Joke Pod. It's on an, that podcast, Adam, what yeah, do we do? It's as simple as this. We answer your cues. Right. Uh, it's uh, not even advice. I mean, it can be advice. It can just be literally ask us anything you'd like. It is a slightly more intimate version yeah. of No Joke. That's right. You guys ask questions. We give answers. And hopefully we learn a little bit about each one of us. That's right. Yeah. It's been really fun. And please, like Billy said, no, uh, submit any of your questions on Twitter at No Joke Pod or email us at NoJokePod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. That's right. Yes. Q&A with B&A on Patreon. Please and thank you. Second act of No Joke, yes. Adam. The, our current lives with two years later. Yeah. Our current lives. It's hard to just fast forward that quickly. Yeah. I will say that if we're going to kind of like wrap, like wrap this in voting, yeah. I voted by mail just two days oh, ago. Oh, did you? Good man. Yeah. Oh, good for you. And I could talk through my experience. Please. I want to hear how that went. It's so easy, Adam, to get on Twitter, yes. to get on social media, yes. and to just... Just type the word vote. Yes. You know what I mean? I've just, done it many times. <laughs> just vote. Yes. And that's helpful yes. to, to a certain extent. Question mark can tell But me. then when you walk into your voting booth or you get your vote in mailer, you know, with all the things on it. Yeah. 
it starts to be like, hey, there's not just like a box that says good guy and a guy a box that says bad yeah. guy. You actually have to do your local research. Such a funny point, Billy. It's, it's so true. It's like in our minds and on the internet and in our in our media, we're like, well, this is good and this is bad. You go into the voting booth, it's all the same 12 font black text bolded. And it's just like, you don't, like the ballot doesn't tell you the difference. They don't tell you that one person's a white supremacist and one person's normal. Real. It doesn't tell you that. Real. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, then you start thinking like, okay, I'll just vote on party lines. Yeah. And that's a very dangerous thing. Yes. So I, with the incredible help of the people in the comedy community oh, and online, yeah. the people I follow, yes. there are just some really smart ones out there, there sure are. that have done some really good things. And I could speak for the Los Angeles experience, yes. but I would encourage everyone yes. to try and find trusted sources yes. of how they're voting and see why. And mimic that. Who who do, who are your go to? I can say who my who my. I'm voting. sure ours is the same. The Hayes same. Davenport. Hayes Davenport, great smart guy, hosts a podcast called the LA Podcast. Very very smart and good and wise and knows everything. Specifically LA local. Yeah. He's really good about like LA local yeah. politics. He knows it all. Yeah, he knows it all and he cares about yes. it. And he has a very clear point of view yes. on good versus bad. One that I agree with. Yes. Very frankly, Billy, your fiance Marina, I is one of my personal political beacons and role models. And she has become more involved with the DSA, the Socialist Party here. And like, they send out a really thorough voter guide to yeah. the terms, which was great. Yeah. A really good guidepost. And look, maybe you're 16 years old. I hope you're 16 years old for the next two minutes. You might have grown up hearing the word socialist. Yeah. And you might not know what exactly it stands for. Right. But you might be under the impression that it's bad. Right. I can't speak to why you might feel that way one way or the other. I, I feel like... Older generations than us are kind of against that different concept. Stigma. Cold War era, different stigma. Correct. Yes. I will say that some of the people that I know, my fiance included, yes. believe and stand by the tenets of the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. Yes. And that's really helpful for me because I think a lot in voting, we're not all geniuses. We don't know all of these people. <laughs> yes. So you need these parties and affiliations and smarter people than you who can tell you, hey, trust me. That's right. Because th because it's not about – it is, of course, about the person, but it's more about the larger tenets of mm. what we stand for. Mm -hmm. Fairness, economic equality, right. housing for all. Right. Like these things that are so important. One of the – one of the I think I mentioned this last time, but it blows my mind that there is a ballot on the LA – on the California thing like a Prop B that's a public bank. That's right. nuts. Yeah. That is so progressive. And I know it's just that the, the, that the prop is only to get the allowance to make the bank the years and years from now. But right. still, right. even that progressive of an idea yes. that we would be do away with the sort of banking industrial complex mm -hmm. and have a public bank is wild. It's right. so progressive and great and frankly, fairly socialist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the DSA supports it. Yes. And so I will just say I'm not a, like an official member of the DSA right. and I couldn't speak too objectively or clearly about what they stand for except a few certain tenants. Yes. But I will say that every state must have, I assume at this point, a representation, an arm, an embodiment of the DSA. Yeah. I'd assume. Yes. I could be wrong. Yes. But if you are looking for people to at least help guide your views, yes. guide your votes, frankly, right. go to the DSA website. They lay out very clearly how they suggest people who want a progressive country yes. vote. It felt like when Bernie Sanders was running in 2016, it felt like he the only reason he couldn't outright be like, I'm a socialist, like I'm running as a socialist, right. a democratic socialist, I'm a socialist, is because of this, the lingering stigma of socialism. But it feels like his... It felt like, and again, I'm not no expert, but it felt like the, a lot of the core of its principles: free college, free healthcare, mm -hmm. economic equality, shrinking right. the wealth gap. You got it got almost sick of him being like the one percent of the ninety nine percent. But right. like that economic tenant, like is in my understanding, is one of the building blocks and one of the tenant main tenants right. of a democratic socialist. World. It rings yeah. true, right? Yes. So we have about four minutes left in the act. Yes. These things fly by. Yes. Um, but let's just. It's again, we're just like, we're angry. Yeah. We're, we're frustrated. Yes. And let's not blow past why we're angry and frustrated yeah, for I, a second. I would say, like, when you said, like, our present day, I really have to be really honest and really candid. And, like, I, it's, this is like the longest and most sustainedly rageful I've been in my life, I think. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, that speaks to a the fantastic privileged life that I've lived up to this point. Mm -hmm. Like, the scariest, weirdest thing to happen to me is a reality show star became president. But it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it's re it's been really, really hard to push to, like, not hard, but it, it – 
thinking about Donald Trump and thinking about my country and America and the direction that it's going and like the xenophobia and the closed borders and the kids in cages and the sort of validation of like crazy alt-right white supremacist Nazi views. There's like, a not, yeah. These things are in my consciousness pretty heavy and on like, a pretty day-to-day basis. Dude, me too. Hard and, to shake. And so rather than <laughs> just like a quick list like that. Yeah. If you don't mind, and maybe Please. this is going to be – I don't mean to be triggering. No. But we have three minutes left. Let's. Can we just actually say some of the things that have happened in the past two years that just like have really like shocked us to the core? One thing that stands out to me was the Charlottesville rally. God almighty. A Nazi rally. Fucking hell. A, an, like an outright Nazi rally where counter-protesters came to say, not in our town, no Nazis in our town, and one of them ran over uh, a counter-protester. Horrible. Our president comes out and he says there was good people on both sides. Yeah, just sort of giving credence to like a fringely radical. And like we're saying Nazi, like Nazis has always been like a metaphor. Like what are you, a soup Nazi? Right, like, right. I can't believe we're using it unironically without quotes. Right. We're, getting to, we're using the word Nazi without quotes. Correct. Scary. People start using those words. They say Nazis are uh, nationalists. And you say like, well, he wouldn't be a nationalist. Just last week he said – I consider myself a nationalist. He's an idiot. The, one of the other horrible things, one of the many horrible things yeah. as we run down the greatest hits, has been the implications in what he has said and treated trans- the transgender community. Right. Right away banned them from the military. That was like week one. Right. Like day one. Right. That was like he couldn't wait to do that. Right. And I was like, what cruelty. So horrible. Yep. Uh, and then recently, I think within the past week or two, the Trump administration tr- like tried to uh, is like passing a bill to define gender as either male or female. It's whatever genitals you're born with. That's it. Right. And if you sort of choose anywhere outside that paradigm or outside that binary, then you've got to get tested, genetically tested. Right. So intrusive. So cruel. I think I had a conversation with my mom this past week. Our good friend Clayton just got married. Yes. And my mother loves Clayton and his husband. Loves him. Impossible and not to. And she said, isn't it lovely to live in a world now where it seems crazy that there was ever a time when two men or two women couldn't get married? Right. It feels like we are now at a time where it's been long enough where it's like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. A, that hasn't been that long. No. B, that can easily get rescinded. But C, let's show that same compassion now to another group that maybe we didn't quote unquote understand. Wild. And show them the same compassion so that 10 years from now we could say, can you believe there was a time where we didn't respect someone's right to understand yes. their own gender? That's right. Right. Something else that I will say and the thing that maybe keeps me up at night the most mm-hmm. is all the the environmental rollbacks and it's like all like scott pruitt i mean it's a murderer's row of corruption up there in that cabinet and like everyone that works for trump is i don't know maybe more craven than the last but something about scott pruitt and that epa and like the, everything that he's doing like this in the wake especially of all this climate change science this climate science is coming out mm-hmm. critically 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 important it is like gonna have a direct direct it is already having a direct result mm-hmm. massive climate change leads to mass migration leads to migrant crisis leads to xenophobia leads to build the wall like mm-hmm. it's all so cyclical right and like at the core of it is the earth the planet our sweet one planet right and that i mean like if you remember like a thousand years ago the Keystone Pipeline yeah. and like the Dakota Pipeline. Lifetime ago. Wow. Two man. years ago. That was that hard. Was, and that was two years ago. Brutal. And then he walked in and blew the whole thing up. Oh, gosh. He, I look, it's, again, we're not trying to be a one-sided podcast, but the man is general. He's wreaking a lot of havoc. He's And he's rooted he's in evil. A lot of damage. He's rooted in evil. Yeah. It's a really tough thing to come to grips with. Yeah. Especially when you think, well, business is doing better or my, like, we're not getting taxed as much. Right. You have to think about all people in this country. You have to. The corruption is my is really head spinning, and it's like. And another thing that makes me sad and disappointed and angry is how feeble our media industrial complex has proven to be, mm-hmm. and how insufficient mm-hmm. our media is. Uh, it's really revealed how insufficient our media is to cover a lot a bad faith. No one expected a president. No one ex- – I think Jefferson and maybe the founding fathers, like I, I just think it was hard to anticipate a president and a, a voted elected official who acts this much in bad faith. It's hard to Are you familiar? I think it's like the that. 26th Amendment. Have you heard about this? I don't know if I know the 26th. OK. <laughs> I won't go into yes, it. Please, yeah. But I think that there is some sort of clause and I think on the on his worst days, people oh, who actually know the, the 25th. 25th. Yes. Right. Yes. I can't speak to it too yes. much, but it feels like there was some founding father at some point that was like, but if it goes – Goes too far. Yeah, yeah. What if but, he's truly, truly crazy? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the word words like crazy almost like uh, minimize the damage that's yeah. being done. He is 
he's very he's a sexist. Yes. He's a racist. Yes. He's a narcissist. Yes. He ha- doesn't have our best intentions in mind. And look, no. this is just Billy Scafuri. You can direct your anger at me if you right. disagree. Yes. On November 6th, yes. 2018, I urge you to think critically, to think about your grandkids, exactly. to think about your nieces and nephews. What kind of world do you want them to live in? Do you want more years of Republicans fanning the flames of this bad man? And let me also just say, I know that we're coming to our app break here, but let me just say that it's far beyond just Donald Trump. Donald Trump is one dumb individual. He opened the door. He opened he, the door and they, he let in a whole lot of bad people. Exactly. And like he is also in many ways the culmination or the logical conclusion of what mm-hmm. the Republican Party has become. Frankly, if you ask me mm-hmm. and if you ask a lot of smart people, I would say that the beginning of this was like in the 70s when the hyperpolarization began because you had all these special – I think to me the breaking point and another thing Bernie and the socialists are talking about mm-hmm. is getting money out of politics, getting money out mm-hmm. of campaign finance. Mm-hmm. And in the 70s, Citizens United mm-hmm. came along in these huge – Matt, the Koch brothers, these huge massive super PACs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. funding all of these politicians. So p- political ca- uh, candidates really did stop at a certain point representing their constituents and started representing the, the corporations who were paying them. Now is a big business. And that has just deepened and deepened and deepened and gotten more entrenched and more entrenched over 30 years. And now we're here mm-hmm. where like the left and the right are miles apart and each are being funded by their respective millionaire donors. Oh, it's just team versus team now. And it's super team versus team. And there's and Donald Tr- and these Republicans, the Lindsey Grahams and the Jeff Flakes and all these monsters are willing to overlook. I think that they probably think Trump's a lunatic as well, but they're getting paid. They're getting paid. And they threw their judges on the court for the Republicans. Right. This president, this presidency has already been worthwhile because they got two Supreme Court justices. Right. It's all Trump is a puppet. They know that. And they already in their mind, they already won. So. To go to the ballot on November 6th and vote, it's not just a referendum on Donald Trump. He is the most grotesque, most unfortunately dripping with corrupt greed example of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is the – the there is a rot in the Republican Party yes. and the Democrats to a certain degree, but just more more – Vi- it's more vile. Yep. It's just a little more vile. It's vile and transparent Get them at this all point. Out. So just vote them all out. Vote them all Don't out. Don't do it for Trump. Just do it's the whole it's the Republican Party uh, sort of in large writ large, I think. Do it for your kids and grandkids. Please do. Wacky song. Wacky song. <laughs> what do we do? What's our freaking what wacky do we do? song? <laughs> okay. You know what? Do- Screw wacky song. Are you feeling a song right now? Is there a song that gets you hyped? I mean, yeah, like, it's not a new song. I don't care. Okay, great. My The song that gets me hyped I uh, is, well, we were listening to a lot of Robin over the weekend at oh, the wedding. Oh, new, new album. Ro- oh, does she have a new album? Oh, my Didn't God. Didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Is there a song off the new album that you like? I mean, there's one. Go. No, no, no. I want to hear your story first. <laughs> well, my favorite song is That's All Dance All Queen. I just have a real oh, soft yeah. spot for it. I you love do, that. You do, which I is interesting that because that's, like, not even, like, the biggest song I off know, that I album. I just like that one. Yeah. But please, I'd rather hear the new one. Are you sure? Honest, yeah. Okay, so uh-huh. Robin, last Robin. night, the night before we recorded this album, dropped a new album after Whoa, eight years. Fun. Hasn't recorded a song in eight years. She's an she's a, one of the few like missing icons. I've listened to it. It really takes you back to mid-90s pop. Take me, Bill. But there's one song that I loved. It's called Between the Lines. Go. Okay. In the reading in between the lines. Every day you hit my phone up. It makes my heart jump I want you to say it, baby It makes my heart jump Say it like you mean it Right there on the tip of your tongue It my phone up And I can feel it And I like it, baby Don't you stop Stop what you're doing, baby You know I like it I'm reading it. 
Welcome back to the Nojo Podcast. This is Act 3. That was Robin with her song Between the Lines off her new album that I did not know about until the second called Honey. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Mariah Carey's Honey? Oh, yes. Like Butter. Was there a song like Butter? Honey. Yeah. Give yeah. me some love. Give me some love. Yeah. Give me some yes. love. Yes. I remember that. It was like a very car- kind of caramel uh, yes. cover. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course. Caramel or caramel, Adam? I do. Let me just think it. Uh, I'll do some car. I do care. Caramel. Yeah, yeah. Caramel. I'll do caramel. No, I've never said caramel. Okay. I think I do caramel. Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Yeah, we I talked do about Cari- that. <laughs> I, do ca- I do Caribbean. Got it. Yes. Caribbean, it's like you're swallowing you're as you're answering it. Yes. Okay. Um, Robin. Robin. Robin is – Robin, I think that we've also touched on this maybe in the Beyonce episode of okay. this podcast, but I know that I've sung Robin's praises. Yeah. Robin, it, Robin is, to me – Call it, your girlfriend. Yo. There are certain songs I like to cut you in half. That's a sad, happy She's song. She's amazing. Yeah. She's an amazing musical I'm artist. dancing on my oh, own. Amazing. Is she also – yay, yeah, yay, yeah. yeah. Um, show me love. Uh, show, show me life. life. You know that's Robin. That's that was Robin, like right? the original show Robin. Show me love and what? What it's all about, uh-huh, all the one that I ever needed. Show me love and what it's all yes, about. Yes. Oh, all right. yeah, the best. I want yeah. you. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I need Hitmaker, you. hitmaker. God. We've talked about, like, the Mount Rushmore of, like, of like sort of pop divas, but I think that she got a, like, you right. can start carving Robin's face into that mountain. She's right. incredible. Like, everybody wants to hang out with Beyonce yeah. and Adele. We get it. There are certain... Big dogs, Rihanna's, Lady Gaga's. But if you go down one rung, Robin, where like the cool kids are going, Robin, Robin and Solange. No doubt. Robin and Solange are at like the club that doesn't have a name. Correct. They're not at Jay Z's 4040 club for promos and press photos. Billy's correct. They're dancing on the bar at a club with just a red light in the front. I hope you're getting this, listeners, because Billy is one. That that is scientifically proven. That is correct. (laughs) Robin and Solange is where the cool kids hang out. That's right. That's correct. There's no name at the club that they're (laughs) hanging out at. That's right. It's the third act of the No Joke podcast. One more time, we have a second podcast. Yes, please check it out. QA with BA. Patreon.com slash no joke pod. Also, we'd be remiss if we didn't say that iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe. Give us a five star review. Yeah. Give us a few nice words on iTunes. Yeah. It helps with all the algorithms, you know. Yeah. All the algorithms. Do you know what hyped we're on? <laughs> 4.0? I think we might have done that Oh, one. did we do four? <laughs> Rather than step in and make a big presumption, <laughs> yeah. let's just tease the audience. Yes. You might have a new request <laughs> from Billy and Adam right. in the com- next coming weeks okay. where doing- you type in a new hyped <laughs> with a new number and the current location of where you are currently hyped from. Thank you. Don't do it this We're week. We're teasing it. Don't do it this We're week. Te- <laughs> but I will say this. If you are inclined to go on Apple Podcasts yes. and give us a review. Yes. Maybe write. Yes. In fact, please write. Please do. Hyped for the next hype. That's good. You know what I mean? Thank you, Bill. Taste before the taste. 
The amuse bouche. The amuse bouche. The amuse bouche. Get a bouche <laughs> and just that. write, get yourself a bouche, go on Apple <laughs> Podcasts and write, hyped for the hyped from Jacksonville, Florida <laughs> or wherever. It doesn't have to be Jacksonville. That's right. only if you're in Jacksonville. But we're fine with Jacksonville if that comes up. You could use that as a default. That's fine. Be hyped for the hyped. Please. Third act of the No Joke Podcast. We're talking about the last two years. We're talking about why it's so important to vote. Billy, where do you see, what do you see your November 6th looking like this year? Are you right. going to be glued to, what? what is going to be your medium of, your media of choice? It's a good question. Like, how it's are you going to follow good, it? It's yeah. a good question. Yeah. <laughs> because, it's a really good question. <laughs> November 9th, 2016 was so emotional. Yeah, it was bad. It was like really one of the saddest days of my life. I know. I mean it. I know. A, a, a genuine, like, this is it. one of the most, I'm, I'm weighted down. I am as sad as I've ever been. I've, I'm as disappointed. We both consider ourselves like uh, humanists. We get excited yeah. by human capabilities. Yes. And when you're let down by humanity bad. on such a grand scale. It really hurt our feelings. And so... <laughs> I wonder if, and sometimes Marina like will watch me watch sports, and she's like, "I can't watch sports because people get so attached to it. I couldn't take losing. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't take watching." So I wonder invested. if I want to shelter myself emotionally, yeah, and not go so hard, and yeah. like at noon start checking Twitter to see like what people are projecting, yeah. I do think I'll be doing that, though. I think I'll be doing that as well. I think I'll be doing that. I've, I, I've had – I've developed – this is kind of a late-breaking irrational resentment. I, I I don't know. I get angry at Nate Silver these days. With you. I, I like don't I, – I, he's so smart. 538 is great. Stats and data is great. Right. Like that's awesome. To know the numbers, to read the polls is great. But why do – maybe it I is I unfollowed him on November Did you? 10th. Did you? Yes. Wow. I was let down. I know. 95% and 5% is what they had. 95 Hillary. That's what we're going – that's what to expect. Maybe it's – maybe it is sheer – November election 2016 PTSD. That's like Nate. Not now, buddy. I don't want to hear like, real. I don't. I, I know what you. I know what. And your don't math come with thinks. your swag. <laughs> yeah, like like you're you're saying these things with like a bit of swag right now, and like I'm tired of. I'm a little tired of him. I'm I'm a little tired <laughs> of just projections and opinions. Yeah. and polls. Yeah, like at some point that is all just media keeping us around. Yeah, at some point I'm just going to need to see results. There's also this other thing that's like this huge elephant in the room, and maybe another reason I have this like weird Nate Silver version recently is because I'm like, oh, really, Nate? Like, do your polls account for the meddling that will inevitably happen? Correct. And for like, do your do, does your polls account for the hack for the hackers? Right. What about where's that plus or minus? Right. Russian meddling and right. computer hackers. Like, yeah. it de- happened last time. I don't think I'm like like tinfoil hat conspiracy that's like they, this election will be tampered with right for sure right <laughs> right like how does that factor into the polls man right like uh, one thing we haven't even touched on is the whole russia thing oh, christ the whole i mean just trump being in the hands of so many of these yeah. foreign powers yes our country i mean it's almost like it's a fact now and right this is with a personal corruption thing like right Carter was like president they made him give up his peanut farm because I right mean, that's like the that's like the cartoon example of like you know we used to not have presidents that had private businesses it right. used to be a thing right. that they would separ- divest themselves from their personal thing right trump has so not done that to such a whole quote-unquote hilarious degree right that like he charges uh heads of state for staying at the trump hotel like right. he's a shameless promoter right half of his like campaign finance comes from the selling of those maga hats like he is a he's still working like entrepreneur overtime. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he, ha- he as a real estate quote-unquote magnet uh-huh. uh, who's failed upwards over and over again over the course of three decades has gotten so much investment from both the Russians and, frankly, the Saudis right. that it's like it is impossible to extricate Donald Trump's political affiliations and the way he's backing these horrible foreign powers with these strongmen dictators who are violent and kill journalists right. and other people. Our journalists. Our journalists. He backs them because they make him money. Right. And it's no, it's not any more complicated than that, I don't think. I, I, and, uh, and I agree. I don't think. Which, which <laughs> to your point about like when these elections get hacked or when something goes wrong, yeah. it's... It's all rooted in we don't trust our current president at all, at all. At all. with good reason. He right. he tells you daily why you shouldn't, that's why right. he's out for himself. Yes, that's correct. So I'm with you. Yes. How do you think you'll be spending the day, Adam? Oh man, that's a great question. I'm going to vote first thing. 
You're going to wake up and I'm vote. I'm going to vote first thing. Not mailing in. You're going to have a sheet I've, with all of your uh, everything ready. You're going to know exactly. You're going to have it all written down. Yeah. Like, this is how I'm voting I on all those measures. Like, oh, another resource that I would just like to shout out, our dear friend Travis Hellwig, who's very smart, politically Good aware, call. works for Crooked Media. Every election he does, like, uh, you know, here's Good my call. picks. Good call. He's very good and smart about that. I will probably sort of have, if not his or Hayes's or Marina's or the DSA or whatever, I'll probably have on my phone a little notes of all the... I'd be happy to share you every Please. single one I have it all exactly. written down. Right. So I'll probably, like, bring that with me to the thing. But will then... you do research in advance? Will you read through each thing to get a better sense as to what all these people are? Oh, gosh, you... of course. Okay, good. I've read the... I mean, that's what I'm saying. I've read the DSA mm-hmm. version that kind of Marina mailed around mm-hmm. and I looked at Travis's thing. And I've right. And been doing reading here and there and like yeah. feel like I'm fairly equipped. I don't know all the county clerk, assistant clerk, assistant right. DA. That's where that. you need people to be like, this is their Yes, history. exactly. Right. Yeah. I see myself waking up first thing in the morning, like set, I think the polls open at seven. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. We vote at like a little local Korean church that's not far. I wouldn't be surprised if I get there at like seven, seven thirty ish. It feels so good to do that. Are, to like, that was my question. That I was like going to be it. my question. I like it. On 2000, in 2016, I was like jazzed. I woke up and I was like, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. This is going to be an awesome day. Yes. I think that on November 6th of this yes. coming week, yes. I'm going to be filled with dread. Yeah, I know. I know. Dread. I know. Which is a bummer because like I do believe in America. I know. And I do believe in just just having integrity and believing that like we all want – quote unquote, better for the country. Of course, that can change. I just don't know. know, And I'm dreadful that this could be another one of the saddest days. You and and me both, man. Two more years is heavyweight. Yeah. Heavyweight. Yeah. It's really bad. And a lot of these governorships, too. Have you been watching? Have you been following the Florida governors? Gillum, dude. Amazing. Gillum. And like that, that's another thing when you talk about like the, the Trump effect is that like you have a whole army. So Andrew Gillum is the Democratic nominee for Florida governor. governor. DeSant- I don't know what the other guy, DeSantis or something is some monster who's running for the Republicans, but he is so, he is such a Trump facsimile. He is such a mini Trump and he is so indicative of like the wake of mini Trumps. Of course. Just like infiltrated the GOP. The GOP has seen a, a working model. Exactly. Go on. Doesn't know anything right and i'm not just saying that's like is a science denier a science denier right how about that just like think about that for right. a second like science denier in the pocket of the nra yeah is like all of the horrible things and worse than that he is belligerent it's just his personality a lot like kavanaugh it was like you're belligerent your root your entitlement is aggressive and root like you right. are a rude man right. in the world right trying to bully your way to the top bully right. bully right. so like you just see it and it couldn't be more sort of this is this is exactly when you have to put out the flame exactly we had a, we did that episode about power do you remember oh, yeah, that that's right and we, we talked the... about the book the 48 laws that's of right. power and how we often like in a lot of those laws it was like in the wrong hands this could create some serious serious sociopaths and psychopaths yes people who follow these laws and one of the rules of power yes that I thought was interesting. Yeah. It was less about uh, how to create your own mm-hmm. and how to stop problems before they begin. Mm. And they said that when you're putting out a fire, you have to put out every last spark. Every ember. Because one, if one spark, just one spark still lives, then it can and will grow. And November 6th is our chance to, like in Florida with DeSantis and people all around the country, to put out these embers before they grow into much bigger fires. How about the fire of Nazism? Just right. like Nazis, we thought in the 1945, we thought we put out that fire. Real, Adam. Like our grandparents did put out that fire. And that's a word <laughs> that I think a lot of people still have a hard time accepting as that's not really happening. There's bad people, but they're not really. No. If you're listening to this podcast and you do stand and you believe with what Billy and Adam tell you every week and we come from an integrity place, a place of honesty, these are real Nazis. Yeah. Many Many, many of them in our country right now who have the support and they support our president. I know that's a hard sentence to swallow. Fact. 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 And that is a flame worth extinguishing and sending back to the Stone Age. And just like that is – exactly. So you need to put out all these embers. Yes. And And that's that, Adam. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what voting is. Yeah. It's an opportunity once every two years to put out – fires that could potentially grow larger that could potentially cause a lot more destruction that's right it's the type of thing where it's like if you thought these past two years were bad there's potentially six more right around the corner that's right but this week we can slow it down to a hopefully a halt so that two years from now 
we can get our country back. The Republicans' main ethos is giving tax breaks to the wealthy people that are themselves mm -hmm. yes. and their friends and family. Yes. And they the only reason they've come around on healthcare and pre-existing conditions is because they see that it is empirically popular mm -hmm. and they are craven they are a craven political party right. there are so many craven individuals in the democratic party as well politicians Correct. are a liar politicians are a weird right. like all that is true but like there is a both sides ism and that another weird weird the, the, i said the media is incapable another sad thing that the media has done consistently over the past 2 years is really try to sort of equivocate the wrongs mm -hmm. of the left and the wrongs mm -hmm. of the right in a way that is confusing everyone. It's like, it's really confusing. Definitely. Putting the crimes of the right and the crimes of the left on the same plane and making them sort of equivalent is bad journalism. It is unethical mm -hmm. framing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that a lot of the people in power right now love that we're confused. Exactly. Are you they, 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 Isn't that one of the laws of power? You keep yes. the, It's just like, that's just part of it. keep them confused and do what you want. Yeah. And this is our week. Yeah. Vote them out. Please. Do your research. Please. If you have to, just go straight line party ticket Democrats. Please. I don't care. I'm yeah. not usually this political. Right. I do care this time. It matters. There's so bad much. people, and we need to put our kids, our grandkids, our parents, everyone, our loved ones, our immigrant friends, our friends who have different genders than us, women. We need to show them more respect than they're currently getting. Amen. For the No Joke Podcast, Bill. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Vote November 6th. Vote, vote, vote. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. That was a headgum podcast. 